What is going on, Fence Fam? Facebook, how's everybody doing on this lovely Tuesday evening? I hope everybody has had a wonderful first two days of the week and um, are ready to sit down and watch and talk about some fence. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on my co-host for the week. That is going to be Mr. Corey Gentry. Corey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself, boss? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. How am I looking without the hat? No more, no more black line on my face. Yeah, I mean, kind of a little bit of fog on the forehead. Oh, nice. oh, okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, how was your week, man? Oh, dude, my what? weekend. Was, my weekend was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I, do? I, uh, I took my oldest uh, son, my twelve-year-old. I took him hunting. And uh, he dropped he uh, he dropped his first uh, his first deer, so I got to blood him. That was awesome, and uh, I got to take a six point, so that was pretty bad. That was a lot of fun. It was actually my first buck I've gotten to take, so it was a just a great weekend overall. Nice, nice man. I had a pretty uh, pretty chillax weekend. Um, Saturday, I was supposed to go do that two panel job. I told you I was going to do it like late like late Friday night, and then. Uh, I told my wife afterwards, and she was like, no, mm -mm. <laughs> no, you ain't doing that tomorrow. I was like, okay, I'm not doing that tomorrow then. Yeah. So, uh, so we, uh, chilled all day Saturday together as a fan. Well, not as a, as the full family. Cause my son just got back in town from Atlanta, uh, Monday. Oh, Good deal. So, uh, so it was just me, her, and uh, Leilani. So we just hung out and had some fun. And then Sunday they went to a girl's birthday party, and it was raining all day here. Um, and uh, <laughs> I just kind of sat at the house and watched a little bit of TV, folded some laundry, and um, that's about it. And then they got home, and it was uh, business back to usual. But um, yeah. it's been a been a been a pretty good week. Way better than last week. We got our brand new us hammer in and man that thing pounds like a dream i'm telling you what it it, it was it, it is such a night and day difference from the other one um yeah so i'm glad we i'm super glad we started our week off on a good foot this week <laughs> instead of like last week uh so um but without any further ado let's go ahead and bring on our guest mr aaron smith from a to z quality fencing um, he also has a YouTube channel and they also have a retail store. Um, so without further ado, let's get him on. Boom. Hey guys. How you doing, Mr. Smith? Good, good. good. Thanks Mr. for having Smith. us. Pleasure to finally Absolutely. get the dog to you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Same here. So how was your week, Miss Aaron? Say that again. How was your week? Since we're doing the, uh, since we're doing the, uh, our week, has, week? Been pretty, pretty, has been pretty eventful. We've had a lot of yeah. things going on, a lot of good things. Um, we had a lot of new things coming on at A to Z Fence Supplies, and that'll also help our A to Z quality fencing on the installation side of it. But a, a lot of, a lot of thing, things moving forward, a lot of positive things. Um, sometimes negative things turns into positive things, and that's what we have going on with us the last couple of weeks. Well, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Good to yeah. hear that some negatives got turned around for you. Um, well, I know so, it's awesome to get to talk to you. I think you and I have actually texted back and forth a few times yeah, over the last same. 12 months or so. And yep, yep, uh, yep. 
It's always I get to see. I know I know you just got back from a trip from seeing Mr. David Gatto. I can't wait to kind of like I know that's awesome. That dude is absolutely a, he is he's helped me a lot. And uh man, just good people all around, man. I love it. Yeah, Dave's Dave's a great guy. You know, our our pastor always we our, our pastor is actually a really good businessman and he's one of our our mentors in our business. And uh, one of the things he always preaches is that you've got to have mentors that have gone to where you want to go. And, and you got to, you should never make a business decision without bouncing them off of a couple mentors. And I'm fortunate enough to have Dave in that circle. Um, and then I and trust in him and him giving me that uh, relationship that we have back and forth. And then he's, he's just a super guy. His story is incredible where he came from, where he's at and where he's going. Um, love the guy. Love the guy more than I can even say. That's awesome. Man. Watched, yeah, he's, he's cool, dude. I've watched his story now on two separate podcasts and you know what? Every time I watch it, I, I still just blown away. Like, like I've seen it on the first podcast, you know, like a couple of times, but then I watched his most recent one with, I think powerhouse, I think it was, yep, yep. um, but I watched that one again. And like I said, like I've seen the interview more than once. And even still, I was still just like, man, I can't believe you did all that from right like, from that. Right. Like a great, great motivational story. Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. I love his what shop, he's doing. Yeah. His shop is right across the street from where everything happened prior to him coming to Christ and turning his life around and, and making this. So every day he goes into work, he looks across the street and, and then knows where he came from, um, which, which wow. is, is to me is, is pretty impressive. And, and it's, it's a good thing to be able to do that is, is, a, is a, no, Hey, I came across from that side of the street and here I am. And I know he goes back there and helps those people out in that same apartment. So that's just the kind of guy he is. It just it is it's an incredible story, um, and I'm I'm super happy and proud of where he's taken it, and he's only going to get better. That's man, awesome. That's awesome. That's, I've read his book, man. He sent me the email copy of his book, man. That was a good read. That was yeah. a solid, solid read, man. Yeah. I read that when I was broke on uh, like the first two weeks of my leg break, and that was I was like that was all right, man. I was like, cool, we got this. He can do this. We got we can we can push through this. So yeah, thank you. He's a great motivator too. Something's going going on, and he'll 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 send a message or something, and then he's just he's just he's he's just on it. You know, it's great to have have him and guys like him in the industry. Absolutely. Well, I think we're ready to talk about Mr. Smith, huh? How about that? Bill? Yes. Let's yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, first and foremost, where are you guys out of specifically? Okay, we have a shop where we do most of our fabricating and manufacturing in Hartford, Wisconsin, which is just north of Milwaukee. Okay. Okay. And then we have another shop in Farmington, Minnesota, which is just south of uh, um, the Twin Cities. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So then, so then you have two separate operations running at the same time then, right? Yep. Is that what I'm getting? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Awesome sauce. Our well, is still smaller than our, our Wisconsin operation. We started in Wisconsin. We've been there going on 28 years now. And uh, we've just recently in the last several years started in Minnesota. And um, this is going to be a year that we really ramp it up in Minnesota. 
Nice, nice. Good to hear. Good to hear. You can have Minnesota and all that cold. I'm good. I'm down. Yeah, I'm good, no. Dakota. Hey, it's, I'm it's, good. it's been probably warmer though in Minnesota than it's been in a lot of places. We don't have any snow in our area of Minnesota right now. For, for a while there, there was snow north of us and it was snow snow south of us in, in Iowa and every place. But we've had no snow. If we've had maybe three inches on the ground at a time, and then it's been in, it, was, it was in the fifties today. Oh wow. It wow. wasn't that much. It wasn't that much warmer. Yeah, today. yeah. It was yeah. only what like fifty six today. The high, 50, maybe sixty in the high. But yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. But we went down to Nashville. The first couple of days there was colder in Nashville than it was at home, and then then it heated up into the sixties, and then so then it was was a little warmer there. So, that's man, the last time I went to Nashville during during this time of year was for the State and Steel Conference. And like we're leaving Florida and it's like 60. So I'm like, ah, I'll take a heavier sweatshirt or something. And we get there and it's freaking snowing outside. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, I have a sweatshirt and I'm a Florida boy. I was like, man, I'm going to freeze my butt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, lesson learned, lesson learned on that one. Um, right. Yeah. But um, all right. So, I want to hear your story. How how did you get into the fence industry? How old were you? How long have you been in it? And you know, what's your what's your driving force to do all of the stuff that you do for the industry as a whole? Okay. Um, well, I was young. Um, I, I graduated high school, spent a couple of years in a in a service, was in the army, and then I, I went to college for a couple of years. I didn't graduate, I was t- business uh management in college. I was about 10, 8, 10 credits short and decided I didn't want to uh, manage a McDonald's. All my buddies at that point was graduating with business to doing things like managing McDonald's and fast food and all stuff. And I decided I didn't want to do it. I had an uncle who was the president of the union in uh, Illinois for the carpenters. Him and I talked about it and he says, well, why don't you take a carpenter's apprenticeship? And I, and I said, well, I don't I've never did anything like that. And uh, um, he says, well, you won't have to stay doing carpentry the rest of your life. We just want you to get the apprenticeship and then we'll bring you up into the union and work your way up. You got some college already, you know. So my goal was never to, to work as a carpenter. But then when I got into trades, I really liked it and I was good at it. And I honestly, I didn't like the union. Um, so so the me working into the union was never a an option in my mind because I didn't like how it worked. And uh, um, I ended up through my apprenticeship being an assistant superintendent for a large construction company for a while. And then uh, the the fencing almost got laid in my lap, if you would say. And I think we got a a really unique story for the fact that not only did we start, I start the fencing company at that time, but I actually met my wife who is the, the best partner I could have in the fencing industry. Okay. So I was at a Menards one day buying some material to build a deck. And uh, this guy in front of me was buying materials also. And he looked at me and he said, hey, can you build a deck? I said, yeah, I do that. I can do that kind of stuff. So I got a plan. You want to come look at it? So we went out to his truck. We looked at this plan. And he was clearly over his head. He actually was a painter trying to build a deck is what he was. Right. And he was clearly over his head. And so he says, you want to come out and look at it? I said, yep. So I, I go out there and I got this debt, this plan, which was really 
backwards to begin with. You walk off your deck and it was about six feet wide. You could, you're going to step down to, to another step was another six feet wide. And then you went down and, and then you were right. Oh, I'm like, this is dumb. And why, why are you so, you got no real room on that deck, by the way. It's fine. So the, the homeowner, he introduced me to the homeowner and her and I were talking about, you know, how we could change this deck to make it more usable. And, right. uh, um, and I said, yeah, we'll take a look at it. And so I told the guy I would, I would take the job and, and, and we'd figure out. I walked to my truck and he got in his truck and left and she followed me out to the truck and she says, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Would you take the job? And I says, well, that's all on you. I says, uh, I'm, I'm going to do the job either way. I says, with or without him. And so the next thing I know, he was gone. And so we redesigned the deck. And so we started this deck around this pool and we, we uh, um, did the footings. I dug the footings, called the inspector. Inspector came out and says, your footings are great, except one thing. You need a fence around the pool. Okay. And so this was a vinyl fence, a vinyl deck we were actually building so i called the company it was all city fencing at the time they're now modern fence technologies um and said hey you know i'm buying the vinyl decking from you what can you do for a fence and uh um, jim royton out there says uh um well we can sell you the materials but we're about 12 weeks out before you get to it and i got holes in the ground for a footing okay and so he says why don't we give we'll sell you the materials we'll send the owner's son out to help you out and uh, get the fence. And so, so lo and behold, I bought the fence. It was a vinyl fence. The first fence I ever put in was for it was a vinyl fence. And uh, um, Matt Knutson, who is now one of the owners at Modern Fence Technology, the son of the Mark and Marge Knutson, came out and helped me put the first fence in. And then from there, they kept calling me, "Hey, can you can you put a fence in for us? Can you help us out? Can you help us out?" So that's that's how I got into the business. That same job, I met my wife on. Um, wow. She was a sister to the customer and somehow she says that I showed up one day and never, never left. I think it was the other way around. I think she's in the background here. <laughs> um, I, I think it was the other way around. I, I don't think I could get rid of her. Um, uh. but I didn't want to. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> she actually came out on a job. I remember the first job she went out with me on and, uh, I just wanted, we, I was building a small little deck. It was, really, it wasn't even a deck. It was a stoop with some rails and stuff on it. And uh, um, I just wanted somebody to talk to me when I was out there because I was working by <laughs> myself. And, and, and she comes out and uh, she's like, what can I do? And so I got the, the railings, the top and the bottom uh, for the railings on. And you had to put all the spindles in between. And I thought, I'll show her how to do this. In my mind, I'm thinking, I'm gonna, and she, first of all, she probably won't get too many of them on, but I'll probably have to replace what she does. But I'm okay because I was I was cutting stair stringers, and uh, I was probably doing it working for about 20 minutes. Right now, so I look up, she's got all the spindles on the two sides, and I walk over and they were perfectly spaced. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she started coming out working on jobs with us, um, and uh, um, like I say, I went from being an assistant superintendent to actually going in fencing full-time. And to be honest with you, it was over a custody battle with my two oldest kids um, at that point. Uh, my attorney says I was paying my ex way too much money to fight against me because I was doing so many fences on the side and I was doing, I was a union carpenter, you know, making what they made and I was paying, we, we paid whatever they told us to pay, you know? And so my attorney's like, man, 
you're really funding your own your own fight against yourself. So so I actually that's where he said go off and do this fencing thing full time and see if you like it. I remember going into the office where I worked at and said, Hey, Don Nord, here's what's going on. I said, I think I need to go try this. And he says, Aaron, that door is always open. Do you ever want to come back? And um, we never looked back. We started off in a garage in a in the subdivision of West Dallas and uh, um, with a Ford Ranger pickup truck. And and here we are today. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. That is a that is a that man. That story in itself is just man. That's that's a, just as inspirational, man. That was really cool. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. And it's it's uh it's really neat because I've watched you guys' YouTube videos. I think I think y'all are the longest that I've watched. Whenever I was putting myself through YouTube University before I got involved in like uh, the all the Facebook groups and everything. Right. And um, so, like, I always kept seeing your wife and I was like, man, she can build fence. Yeah. So that's awesome that you met her on your first fence job. And it's yeah. been like that since uh, since then. Um, yeah, we, we wouldn't be here where we're at without her. You know, she she's she, number one. She'll work 24 seven if you if you let her. I got to reel her back in sometimes and say, no, you can't do that. Um, one of the biggest. Somebody's the other way around on that one. Yeah. One of the biggest discussions we have in our office is how do we get Renee's hands off of that? Because she's always, she's always wanting to fix. She's always wanting to, you know, but but without her, we wouldn't be where we're at, you know. Right. Um, right. How long have you been married now? Say that again? How long have you been married now? Um, twenty. Oh, spot now. She says twenty-two, but Anya's twenty-five. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm going twenty-two because that's what she says. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Congrats, so, yeah, man. twenty-two that's years. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that one. But along so, the way, we've had some, along the way we've had some pretty good mentors. You know, um, I always go back to to, to Mark and Marge Knutson from Modern Fence. Um. They uh, um, helped me out from day one. I tell you, I, I'm pretty sure I bought my first beaver from them, probably back right around 1996 for $125. <laughs> wow, I wish they were $125 now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> my first uh, post pounder was a Rhino PD55 that I borrowed from them from for probably at least a year, Renee. If not longer, we ended up purchasing the the um, 185 CFM compressor for it, and we always borrowed it borrowed it from them before we bought our own. I think, and I think I actually ended up buying that particular one from them, you know. Um, but I always knew that that uh, um, when I had questions or anything, I could call I could call over at Modern Fence, and you know, between between the boys, their boys, and between Mark and you know, all the people, they, they've always been great with helping us. You know, uh, Mark is the first one to call me if he thinks I'm, I'm doing something that I shouldn't be. Um, even to this day, Mark will give me a call and say, hey, what's going on here? And, and, and we'll have that discussion. <laughs> and, and, uh, um, he, he's, he, he is one of, when I said talking about having those mentors in your circle, he is one right. of the mentors in my circle, along with like Dave Gatto. And, you know, when nice. I have things, I these are the people I call and say, hey, what do you think about this? 
you right. know, is, and they'll always you give you a good, good honest answer. You know, you know what's um, crazy is um, all this talk of modern fence technologies is like, I think I've heard the that that name for like two or three years on the fence pages, but. I visited me and Corey visited their website like this past week for the first time. And I was blown away. I was like, man, why have There's we not been buying so stuff from these? Like, oh. I was like, look at these hinges, look at that, and this and I that. Felt so, I felt so dumb. I got on there and I had to ask them because they all had so many just variety of sizes, but there wasn't like weight load ratings or nothing like that on there. So I'm like, well, which ones are for which? I, I felt dumb. I had to call them. I'm like, hey, what right. standard residential wood like metal frame gates? Like, which ones? Which which model number? Which one? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we use almost exclusively their hinges. What I love about them is they're all every single one of them are adjustable. Yeah. Okay. That's if awesome. you see that if you see their big wood hinge that's about 12 inches long. I saw the um, adjustable strap hinges. I saw those. I did, yes, sir. Yeah. That's what we use on all of our wood gates. And it's okay. just, you know, it, it's a selling feature that I, I sell to our customers and our, our, our salespeople sell to our customers is that, you know, we live in Wisconsin and Minnesota. I don't care who puts your fence in. I don't care what kind of fence it is. You're going to get some movement at that gate, no matter what you do. The, 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 the cold temperature coming in and out alone will, will create that. So these are why these hinges are so great is we got a quick fix. When, when your right. gate moves a little bit, boom, boom, boom. We got it right back on track. Absolutely, yeah. That's um, yeah. Uh, we we really we're gonna we're gonna fix and swap over to those um, yeah. since we get done with these jobs that are already sold. Uh, it's those looked really really cool. I'm glad you said that about the longer strap ones because just like down here in Florida, we have especially yeah. in the summertime, Severe heat two o'clock in the afternoon every day. Yeah, it's swelling, it's swelling, and yep, it every just makes it and. Man, wood bows so fast here. I mean, yes. For instance, that one job that was down the street from the old shop that we had finished like two months prior, and we go back and there's like six posts just boomeranged backwards. Like <laughs> you know, two months, two months, right? you know. So it's that uh, was that was actually when we yeah. started going to, met, uh, to all metal gate posts as well too. Is like after yeah. we. After we, this is our, it was our contract. Hey, we're not responsible for what wood does after it's in the ground. After it dries yeah, out and it doesn't, yeah, no way you can be. And what, one and of the mentors, what, one of the mentors that I had is Larry Jones. He was the vice president at Munson Fence for many years. And uh, um, he, we actually used to sub from them quite a bit in the early years. He used to tell me, tell me all the time that when, when somebody calls you and says that the gaps on their, their, their fences is, is, is too, is too wide. Mm. Don't go out there till it rains. Because when it rains, it soaks it all up, and you go out there and like, "What are you talking about? It's this is the way it should be." You know? Right, right, right. right. That's, that's pretty clever. I like that. Well, it's the same so, thing here. It's like I just had a conversation. I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish I was saying I had the same conversation with a customer earlier today. I was like, "Hey, you know, um, I said we're you we're transferring over. Yep, you good? I'm hearing good? about half of what he's saying right now." Corey, are you, are you lagging? I've got, I am solid on signal right now. Can y'all hear me? You're yeah, good now. Here. You're good now. Okay. It may, just been, it may have just been a lag, then I apologize. I'm not hardwired in yet. I don't, I don't have the setup right. like you. Um, but no, we're, we're wanting the trip. We're going to start using uh, those adjustable hinges. 
uh, that's on the forefront. We're, we're on our next orders because I had a conversation with a guy today with our, our client that we finished up on. I was like, hey, you know, if you, for any reason, like after a big rainstorm, if your gate kind of because the damn drop latches only give you so much of a window of a room for yep. air. I was like, man, exactly. if it, after after a heavy rain, if your gate's a little stiff to open, give it a couple days. You know what I mean? Because most likely, it probably just absorbed a hundred pounds of freaking water, right. and it, you know what I mean. It's, it's going to move. It's going to move. Right. Yep. I'm with you on Absolutely. that. I, I agree. That's a very solid selling feature. Yep. Yeah, we have yeah. we, we use them on our aluminum, on our vinyl, on our uh, um, wood. Um, even a lot of our dumpster enclosures, they got a really nice, you know, like if you're going with a six and five ace gate post on dumpster enclosure, they have okay. a really nice inch for that, you know, and it's adjustable too. So that you can adjust those dumpster hinges, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, when, what, what yearish time frame did you stop digging holes and start pounding holes? Well, we actually started pounding from day one in 1996, but only our chain link. Okay. And I, I guess that was something that, um, the Knudsen's taught me how to do. And we did it chain link that way. I never really questioned it. Never really thought about it. coming from the construction side of it. We built big buildings with a lot of concrete. I would call myself a concrete head at that time. So it was a, a hard sell to me to just turn over in the pounding. And pretty much from day one, um, Mark, as well as uh, um, Ray Stotts from Qualine Fence, always told me, Aaron, why aren't you pounding? Are you still setting in concrete? I'm like, yeah, Ray, I'm still setting in concrete. It'd give me a hundred reasons why I shouldn't be. One of them being that, you know, as soon as you put that pellet of concrete on the back of that truck, your guys need a CDL. Then he's like, all that concrete dust all over those tools, you're wearing out tools faster than uh, uh, you need to be. And he had 101 good reasons. My thick head didn't listen for a long time to probably about, I'm trying to think, what year it would have been we started in 1996 probably about 2008 2010 what what happened i think actually happened was mark knutson and them um, from modern fence was making the the original donuts in 1985 but we never used them until we had a retaining wall job where we had to core through and we put them on there and, and mark mark's like or it was mark it was actually jim royton at the time said hey why don't you use these donuts and so we tried these donuts out and we're like, why are we using this all the time? So we started doing vinyl right about that time. I'm going to say about 2008, 2010. We started uh, um, pounding vinyl. Shortly after that, I had another um, contractor who wanted us to put a two, three rail fence around a, a, a condominium complex. And uh, we actually put part of it up the fall and we were going to do the rest of it in the, in the spring. And the um, plows took down a lot of the, snapped a lot of the posts off. And we used wood posts at the time. And uh, um, set in concrete. And so this this uh, GM on the job says, hey, why can't we use uh, galvanized posts and uh, um, sleeve it? And I'm like, how are we going to sleeve it? You know, short of making a box. And we did try making boxes. Actually, we did try on that same job. We tried making boxes and, and uh, they just, they just weren't going to last. Okay. And our temperature, they, they, they expand, they contract, you know, there's only one good way to make a box. And I'll explain that in a second. Um, 
And uh, so this, this GM says to me, he says, if you give me the post, he says, I will drill them out and we'll pound a, pound a uh, galvanized post into the ground and we'll sleeve it over. And I'm like, okay, I know what that's going to take. You're never going to get this done, but here's the post. And lo and behold, him and his son drilled all those posts out in their garage with a three quarter horse auger bit and motor and auger bit. And uh, um, it took them, I think it took them more than a week. I think it took them like two weeks to do it. And, and it worked perfectly. And so me and the shop guy are like, Hey, we like this. Well, how do we make this? How do we make this easier? Because I know I'm not standing there with an auger bit running that thing in and out like that. So, so mm-hmm. we took a a um, a um, log splitter, took the cutter off of it, mounted the three quarter horse motor to it, twenty four inch auger bit, made a cage to put the post in that you could clamp the post down, and we take that auger bit in and out, in and out. It would take nine to ten minutes to drill one hole. Okay. So if you got a 200 foot job and you need 28 posts, that was an all day job for one guy to do. And you could not control that bit to make it go straight every time. So guys are out on the job, turning posts this way, bending them a little bit that way, doing everything they can. (laughs) Keep them straight. I think we did that for like seven years, and we made yeah, it work. That, and then in my mind, of, in my mind, I'm like, we got to make this process better. So, so we contacted a machine shop. I sent them a video of what we were doing, told them what we were looking for. They came from Michigan out by us, and actually took some more video and talked about. It. And in six months, and I asked them. I said in this process, I said. If you can do this, how fast do you think you can make that uh, um, bit go in and out? He said, I think from start to finish, I think we'll be under a minute. And I said, there's no way. I said, we've looked at this. We've looked at this from every angle. We've done everything. I said, there's no way. I said, if you can get it down to five minutes, I'll be happy as heck. Okay. About six months later, he gives me a call and he says, Aaron, I, I got it. He says, bring me a truckload of your lumber. Let's try this thing out. So we loaded up a, a, a flatbed full of lumber, drove down around the lake over to Grand Rapids. Michigan is about where they were and uh, um, parked in there. And the very first post we put in there, 37 seconds. What? From like, nine no minutes to 37 seconds. Yeah. And it was perfectly straight, perfectly centered, the same every single time. So obviously we bought the machine. And we have the machine now, and uh, um, that's that's how we got doing the the wood, the aluminum. That was one of the first out. videos that I watched of you guys. Is yeah, I uh, think same too. That was one of the same. Was yeah. one of was one of your like older ones, and I was so intrigued by that because yeah. because at that point I like that was the first that I had ever seen anything about driven anything. Like I didn't even know what a pounder looked like. I couldn't even yeah. I couldn't even like told you what a pounder looked like at that point. Right. So right. I was so intrigued whenever I saw that the first time. And I was like, man, they're just augering a hole out and sleeving it. I was like, that is that's awesome. Yeah. So that is that is a really cool process. And to know that it went from like nine to ten minutes to to under a minute 
is that's insane. That is that is really moving. I yep. mean, you can almost do you can almost do a truckload in two days at that point. Like oh, easily, easily, easily. And I I actually have some contractors are are inquiring out getting large quantities like truckloads. Um, yeah. So, so we may be doing that. Um, but it, 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 it's so easy to use. Is you really you drop the post in there and you hit a button, the air clamps click in, and that thing oh, runs by itself. They, so so they literally our 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 shop is set up that we we. Most of our posts gets a like a dog ear top on it and a route around it. Okay, so the same guy drills the post that's doing the tops on the post because he's cut the tops on the post while the machine is is running the drill. The drill gets done. He finishes up what he's doing there. Goes over, pulls it off, puts it on a pile, brings the next one over, and and, and it's a a pretty good system that one guy can do all of that in a lot less time than we used to just drill one hole. Right, you know. right. That's awesome. Man, that is wild. That's awesome. So it basically sounds like a some sort of vinyl CNC machine or like vinyl like router or like whatever they are. Uh, well, that's a, I don't that's, know what I would, would compare it to. I guess um, it, it's, it's like head. a sorry. It, it, it's like a, a drill pre- a horizontal drill press on steroids. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds like it's almost like a it's almost like one of the like a like a lathe where like it clamps yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It is. Well, there, there we go. There we go. That is a very good description. With a lathe. Yeah, we looked at trying to do it with a lathe, and I just couldn't find anything that would go that deep. Right. Well, let me ask you this. So, uh, that's that's uh, how far deep into those posts do you have to go? For instance, like twenty-four inches, are, sir. Twenty-four. So oh, you're going Yep. Yep. So you're going one third the height of the posts. No kidding. So what size? So you, I'm assuming you guys are using uh, you know two and a half inch schedule forties, and then on, on the four by fours we use a two inch. On the five by fives and uh, um, and uh, um, four by sixes we use a two and a half, two and three eighths. Nice, Chance Troy. Yeah, that's exactly what he's talking about. Is augering out the center of a four by you know driving a metal galvanized post like what you kind of see in the background photo there. And then yes, leaving a four, you know, augering out a you know a four by four post, leaving it over. How do you attach it to that point? Do you use like self tapping? We, we, we use a, a, a three inch tech screw, self tapping screw that goes through the post into the right. galvanized. You know, you'll, you'll put two nice. of them in, one on each corner. Yeah. That's that's, a, that's pretty smooth, and I like that because you can always sell it. You you. What's cool about that is you can sell that in HOAs. Oh, absolutely. Like an you're HOA extending the life, you're extending the life of the fence. You know, you're 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 you you're doing a quicker, cleaner install. Yeah, customers absolutely. love it. Yeah, I've, I've had engineers think that that's just ingenious. I'm like, well, I don't. It wasn't. Well, and again, it wasn't really me that thought of it. It was a general contractor that didn't like that the the um, snowplow was blowing through his his posts. You know. Well, hey man, he had a good idea. He had a he had a real good idea because it just it just intrigues me. It looks. It looks great after it's finished because I follow Zach and I followed Zach and me and him have talked a lot uh, over the past two years and text messages. And even before I, uh, we started driving posts, I would, I would see something in the video and I'd be like, yo, how'd you do that? Like, for instance, one time I got tired of using wood screws for the U channels and I was watching one of y'all's videos and I saw him just like zoop. 
And he was like, oh, yeah, man, we're using self-tappers. I was like, okay, mark off wood screws. No more of those. Yeah. Go to self-tappers. Because it was like we were having to burn the vinyl to get it to even make a yep. hole through it. Exactly. And it, it was – it was taking way too long, like way too long. So I saw that video and I was like, Hey Zach, what are you using for that? And, uh, we've, uh, we've been talking ever since, uh, I mean, not like every single day, but it was, a uh, it was a pretty cool thing to, uh, be able to use, uh, you know, cool little tips and tricks. And, uh, that's what I'm here for. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're here for too, is that give some, tips, tricks, and whatever, some advice that we've learned, that, that we've learned probably the hard way, you know. Um, it's like I, I try to set, I got three kids coming into the business now, and my whole goal is to have it set up so they don't have to make the mistakes that we made when we went through it. And I, so far, I think we're, we're doing a fairly decent job of that. Awesome. Right. Right. All right. So I got I got two things, two things. Uh, so one, uh, Chance Roy um, is wondering what are the downfalls of it? What, what are the cons, if there are any cons you know, of this system? And also, uh, 24 inches up, how far deep are you guys having to put those posts there? Because the, po the, the galvanized post, mm -hmm. yeah, the galvanized post we actually pound into the ground five feet for a six foot fence. Now, I will okay. tell you five right hours. now, that, yeah, I'll tell you right now that's overkill. Yeah. The reason we started doing it is because we were the first ones in the area doing it. Everybody right. else was putting it in concrete. We had to have something that stuck out to the customer that, oh, my God, that's that's pretty significant. And when you tell a customer that we're pounding that in the ground five feet, they're like, oh, my God. And then my next thing is, where's it going to go? And they're like, nowhere. We took we took the excuse or the reasoning out of it that you need concrete by going extra deep. And obviously, when we started doing that, pipe was a lot cheaper than it is now. But even now, I actually, I had a discussion with somebody from Florida today about it, um, is that even today, the cost of pipe is, is a lot more than it was. But that one foot extra we're going into the ground is worth it to me to assure that customer that what we're doing is is going to work. So, so it's, all, it's all to overcome the customer's, you know, concerns. And, and worries or whatever. And then, like I say, when they, they see that it, it's five feet in the ground, they're like, oh, my God, where can it go? You know, right. um, that's what I loved about the vinyl fences. But then with the, you know, the no dig vinyl with pounding those in there is that, you know, you're putting it's if you can use an eight foot post. You're still going five down, three up. And that's still half the distance of that vinyl yeah. post like that. Yeah. If you do it and right. We, and we actually use nines. We actually use nine footers. Go five down, four up. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with going four and four. There's really right. nothing wrong depending on where you're at. Now, by us, we have a 48-inch frost line, so I want everything to be four. But, like, down by you guys in Florida, short yeah. of hurricanes, you know, mm -hmm. um, you you probably could go three, three and a half and be fine. Well, we can't. Well, where, where we're at in Florida, we have such a sandy climate. It's, they, we, we have found through, I'd say, the last, what, 10 months, Billy, of driving posts, you know what I mean, on a daily, consistent, on a consistently daily basis. Uh, this, our sweet pot, sweet spot is about with you, about that four and a half to five foot mark, just because you may get into this swampy area and okay. your first, it's, there's so many different, 
We have so many different landscapes in our section of Florida. You can go to this side of the county and have some damn Alabama red clay that you that you're not gonna do. I'm sorry, that's, you're gonna you're gonna kill your shoulders. And then like you can clay, have a clay is actually perfect clay. for pony. Sorry, clay, clay clay is perfect for pony. That's mainly what oh, we absolutely. have around by us. We we have a lot of clay by us, and I I love pony and clay because those things are gonna go nowhere. Oh yeah, no, that's my favorite. But like, like he was saying, like, even even in some of the same neighborhoods, you can go from the back the back of the neighborhood to the front of the neighborhood, and you can encounter like different soil types. It, so, it, so it's it, not it, all sand like we all envision it. We always joke about no. it. Is Florida is Florida really fencing? <laughs> we watch yeah, the videos. Yeah. We watch these guys with post hole diggers digging down three feet into sand and like that. We're like, is that really fencing? So check this out. So if I sell a job out in Navarre, which Navarre is a big a big island, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a beach town in Navarre. Exactly. Yes, there is those yards like they bring clay in. You're going to dig down a little bit and you're going to hit, you know, uh, uh, it's a clay sandy, uh, sandy mixture. And it is absolutely going to be a phenomenal dig. But then you come right across to the bayside back on the mainland. And it is just there are certain spots that you could dig 20 holes but post hole diggers, no problem. And I've had some that you're not digging through it. You're like, you're just nope. not. Like, we've had, we've had yards when, whenever all we had was the little beaver, that guys were sitting on top of the little beaver head just yeah. to get it, just to get it to go in with a, with a brand new bit, brand new little beaver. And then two yards down, it's like sand and dirt mix. And yeah. uh, so unfortunately what we have found like uh like Corey said is like five foot is yeah, our four and a half five that's pretty right. much on now, I, I see I see Chris Steele kind of mentioned about being able to pull out at about four feet deep. Have you guys ever tried the taproot system that uh, um qualifying fence is it's actually their their piece that they designed. What it is it's a piece that clamps around you know you, you dig down about four or five, six inches in, in the ground there so that you bury it. But it has two receivers that, that will take like inch and five or even two inch, depending on the size you buy. And you, you'll, you'll literally drive them down. You'll clamp it onto your post after it's driven in. And then you'll drive it two different directions in there. And you can just use scrap pipe doing that. When we use them, we use just any scrap out of the yard. And, you, and you, you know, three, four feet, you drive them down to two opposite directions would that would that help that situation? Also? That would probably absolutely help that situation, especially especially uh, when you're trying to drive drive gate posts. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And absolutely. that's what I was going to say. That's what I, I was going to say. Yeah, I seen that in a schematic, not a schematic, like a blueprint, a, a, a spec sheet that we had to beat to on on a bid one time. And I was always wondering how they did that. Now this was all pre, you know, drip before we started learning the driven system. And yeah. I, now that you say that, damn, that makes so much perfect sense. It absolutely does. I, I've watched, I was on a job with Qualine one time several years ago. And I, I know that they've, they've posted the picture of that fence a couple different times on some pages. The fence was 30 feet tall. Okay. They were up in a lift with 30 feet tall. And they were up in a lift with the um, Rhino um, hydraulic pounder. I think it was hydraulic pounder. Pounding four inch, I believe it was four inch schedule 40 pipe in the ground. I think they went about eight feet in the ground, to be honest with you. But they welded on instead of having the bracket, they welded on receivers 
onto the post so that when it got down to the ground, and then they took two-inch Schedule 40 and pounded it in in two different directions. And that fence was as solid as you could be. Wow. So if they can do it on a 30-foot tall fence, we can do it on our six-foot-tall fences. I would imagine, like you said, scrap metal, rebar, or something like that. that you yeah. You drive and connect through just an op- end of posing angle, just, you know, push-pull. Like, I, yeah. I, I, that's, so we did something like that. So we would try to go, like you always say, try to go that extra step. And, you know, we've been at this for about five years now, Billy. We haven't been around the right. game since 1996. I mean, I was in elementary school in 96. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, same. <laughs> but, same, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that is really neat. We used to do that with a six by six because so, we found mm-hmm. that, you know, they would still want to pull over. Even if we're doing six by six by tens, there's movement. So, like, you know what we're going to do is just scrap rebar laying around. We're going to take an auger bit and just drive, put just put a couple of them through it real quick. It takes you know, just a few moments to go through a six. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we bought a Diablo auger bit and just right through it, right out, threw some rebar in and coming in and out of it. And that was that was it. And yeah. uh, those held those. We never got a call back on those gates that we did. Um, yeah. But that was back in the concrete, and let's put six hundred pounds of concrete on it. Right. Never yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Those, those brackets aren't you know, and and we buy them right from from uh, um, Qualine because I, I I could barely produce them for what they sell them to me for, you know. So we we buy big buckets full of them whenever we use them, and then we just use them when we need them, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I want to see. I, I don't know the price in front of me, to be honest with you. They're they're under five bucks a piece, though. Wow, that's that is way extremely way. affordable. Absolutely. And then if you're using like, scrap, you're using scrap pipe. You know, you're tearing out chain link fences. Save your pipe. There you go. Man. Boom. <laughs> All right, well, so I know we're getting close at eight o'clock. We're getting closer on time, Billy. I know one thing you and I talked about earlier today, but we want to ask him. Was your driving machine, your pounding machine, like your Frankenstein? Yes, I am, your I am your, very like, interested in this. Like I want, like if that's all we talk about for the rest of this. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I want to yeah. know all about it. Yeah, but we looked around and, and and realized that number one, we designed this for the small guy. Okay. Right. Um, we looked around and said, how can we make this process easier? Everybody's using gas pounders on everything. And the gas pounders are fine. We still we still use them. Okay. Um, they, they, they all have their issues. Okay. We we use a lot of sky drills, also the hydraulics. And it's like those things are are pretty everyday. You can use them. There's very few things that's gonna go wrong with them. And it's a much heavier pound. Okay. So, but who wants to lift up a 67-pound pounder all day? If you watch video of my son, my son does that all the time, and he's such a meathead, you know, that I tell him, you don't want to do that the rest of your life. You're gonna you're gonna feel it, you're gonna, you're gonna hate it, you know. Um, and then we think we finally got him understanding that. Um, but anyways, so we looked at this and said, what can we do to make a machine where we can make this a one-man operation, not have to lift that thing up and down, and what and I spent probably three years in my mind going through different scenarios of what we were going to do. I looked at this piece of equipment and that piece of equipment. And then one day I I saw this crawler and I'm like, man, I think if we put a crane on it and then uh, we could lift that pounder up and down, you know, um, 
you could lay you put the pipe in the back of that crawler and you don't have to lay out pipe now you just drive it out there pull it out you know and so that's where it started and then as we got into it more and i found a place where i could get them at, at a decent price that we could you know modify them and and make them work to what we needed and uh so we added hydraulics to it we then came decided that hey we're going to want a, a charging station so they can charge their batteries on, on there for their tools. And, and I wasn't sure at the time if we were going to be able to make it powerful enough to run like a SDS Max cord drill off of it. Okay. So we ordered the biggest converter we could get. We got <laughs> the oversized battery we threw in it and we hooked that bad boy up and we ran the SDS Max hammer drill on it and it worked. So I'm like, there's another feature that, that, you know, there we go. Okay. We have the, the crane going down initially on a corded remote. We like a, like a we corded did, winch? Yep. Yep. We did a, a, a showing of it in Iowa. And one of the things that the guys really wanted to purchase one and they did. And they said, what we'd really like to have on it is a remote control one. So I, I went out and, and, and found a remote control one. We're adding remote control so that it's it's uh, um it's just going to hang on you and you can just walk around the machine or whatever and and not have to be reaching for buttons and 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 this and that um, and That's then cool. the other thing that after we did the first version of it we that the crawler just had a had a dump bucket on it okay afterwards I found one that actually lifts up okay. So uh, um, now we're getting almost four feet more height of lift of to pound. So we went to doing about a, an 11 foot post that I think we're well over 13 feet. You could do with wow. this machine. Wow. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, I don't think people we, realize how big that is. Just trying to drive a post, getting a machine yes. up there, the weight of that. I've done it many times where I've put, the hammer or the Titan and I, the Joker's running. I put it on my shoulder and I've walked up a ladder, put it on top of the post just well, because it's too, it's too tall to try to stand it up. You can't, you've got to manage yep. that post. Yep. You've got to. And, that, and that's what I see a lot of in these videos is guys going up and down on ladders. I'm just shaking my head going, no, 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 that's yeah. going to get hurt. Well, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so that's, that's where it started. Now with the other thing we're working on now and we haven't quite finished yet with it is we're building a cage to hook onto the front of it so you can stretch chain link with it. Oh, man. Oh, 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 Dude, you got like an all around just one stop shop pounding. And, this, and, that's, and that's what it's meant to be. And I, I you know, I, honestly, and I'll tell you the price, though, I, I generally don't give it out in public. We always talk about, but I'm just going to say the price of it is 23999 Okay. Okay. I've had that's guys call me. I've had other business people call me and tell me you're too cheap. You're too cheap. I said, you know what? I probably could charge more, but I built that. We built that for the small guy. I want the guy, you know, a lot of the guys that are buying it are are one man operations or two man operations and they love it. You know, um, they're, they're getting one of the guys that bought it. The one of the gentlemen's getting older in his age and they think of the other guy says, I want to keep him going. I want to keep him doing this machine. will do that. You know, So um, think about you say $23,000 is a lot of money. 
That is not a lot of money at all that, in consideration to what one entry-level employee costs per year. You. That is not even nine months of minimum wage in taxes, <laughs> payroll fees. That is not even – I think a minimum wage employee now here in Pensacola here in Florida is uh, – things like 12 or something like that. Someone's always 15 yeah. now, isn't it? And yeah, it'll be it'll be 15 next year. It's like 14 right now. Yeah, it's it's there. It's there. But it's it's over thirty five thousand dollars a year for somebody who you hope is going to show up, somebody who you hope is going to show up sober, who's going to be, you know, not BS. And and that is now taking once I think once you get that uh, the cage up front or wherever you can put it on there. I think once you get that on there, man, that's going to be a truly absolute game changer in the world of like you're saying of the young entrepreneur and fancy. It's like, hold on. Right. So that's, look, you don't have to worry look, about it no more. Exactly. Look, no, if, I, I agree. And we, we, so we're talking in our office there. today. We're, we're hiring an, another office assistant and they're talking about what we should put for wages and stuff in the, in the, in the um, thing. And I said, I said, I want to do 20 to 25 and, and, my office manager says, well, can we go 15 to 25 and make it wider? And I says, no, I said, I don't want a $15 an hour employee. No. A $15 an hour employee is going to be the one that thinks it's okay to call in sick all the time that it's, you know. So I, I said, I said, we, we want a minimum 20 to $25 an hour at an entry level office position. You wow. Know? So yeah, that's where that came in. Well, you're talking about minimum wage and stuff, it just kind of popped in my head. Right. It just gives them more incentive as well. But I it, mean, it does. It does. And and today's today's employee is different than 10, 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. I'm a different owner. I'm a different owner than I was back then. I you know, I used to be a yeller, believe it or not. Um <laughs> we would hire there was a time we'd hire three people at once, and I hoped we kept one of them within the first and second day and we just and, and, and it was it was more me than it probably was them because i had zero patience if you couldn't uh, if you didn't yeah. get on the job and be able to hump some pickets around carry concrete and keep your butt moving i didn't want you there yep same, and then same. Like, uh, i mean i gotta be honest with you i kind of i kind of still have that mindset because that is my mindset and that's how yes. i'm gonna work and you know uh, there there is there's one thing that I will always take away and it's Corey thinks that I hate his tugboat stories, but I think he's thinking of past screws because I love them. I think they're funny as hell. Um, But the day that he told me about being on a new ship and I don't like remember like the, like, like the who's this and who's that. But basically his boss was like, I want you to come out here and try to outwork me every day. You're never going to, um... but I want you to try. And that from the moment I heard that, that has stuck with me because it is always, that's always been my work mentality. Like I will outwork you. I will work circles around you. And if you can't keep up, go like, I don't expect you. I don't expect you to fully keep up with me because at the end of the day, but try, but try, try. Try, yes. please, Absolutely. please don't, please don't drag your feet. Please don't yeah. walk like you don't so, have purpose of like being there. So my, my, you know. one of my best stories is we, we brought some guys in and uh, 
my wife was on the, on the job working and, and I, and I was, I was always told the guys, you know, my wife is here to teach. If, if she's out here doing all the work, you guys aren't, aren't, aren't holding your own. I said, you better outwork her. And, and the guys, one guy says to me, he says, well, your wife is a pretty good worker. I can't help it. She outworks me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're out. I was like, you're out. You're not even going to try. You, you're going to try. You know, they used to have, they, they used to have competitions. And when we were younger, we were all meatheads about carrying concrete on their shoulders. Renee, how many did you carry on your shoulder? I think I carried five 80 pound bags. Five 80 pound bags between the two. And then we had one guy, we had actually one guy. I think he carried six or Six that did six. And I'm like, these guys are stupid. My own wife is out nope. here doing this. Nope. You know? But but it's it's but my point is that so often the, the mentality now, like you said, that he that he says, uh, outwork me. At least try to outwork me. But yeah. now the mentality is, well, it's okay if I don't. You're just better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It very much so is. And it's it's a yeah. fight. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, like, like it's a fight with 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 a lot of new employees. Like they're just like, yeah. All right. I had to I had to change my mentality on it. And I changed my mentality a lot because like I said, I would fly, they would come in and out the door left and right. And I'm like, we gotta do something different. And I did, I did learn to find what their strengths were. Right, so I right. might hire somebody in the field and he may end up in our shop. Right. Or I might hire somebody in the shop and he might end up in the field because Absolutely. I find out what their strengths are and where they're better at. And, you know, and uh, um, it's a lot easier with the pounding system because the, it's the work isn't as physical as it used to be. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So guys right. are more willing to do those things and we're not beating them up. You know, we got one of those videos out there with the machine and uh, the, one of our, our guys that was using it. We, I said, I said, what do you like about this? And then his response was, I can go home at the end of the day and I have enough energy to be with my wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's one of the things we want to, to do. I want my guys to be able to go home at the end of the day and play with their kids, play with their wife, you know, cut the lawn. I had another one tell me that, that since we started doing that, that he can go home and cut the lawn now and he loves cutting the lawn. I'm like, so, you know what? That's why we do these things. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, Billy and I, I'll tell you what, now I didn't put the post in the ground yesterday, but it's all about learning. And, you know, even like you're saying with them, it's, it's, it's the driven system is easy to learn. The whole every this whole I mean inventing is not rocket science. I mean, hell, Billy right. and I both started out in YouTube University just with the will and the drive to teach ourselves, you know. Right. And I tell you what, whatever you find a good way and you learn the way, you perfect the way, it's it becomes Billy. I will tell you right now, I have a broken leg, and Billy and I today, I did not put the post on the ground yesterday, but we put we hung 200 and some off foot of rails and pickets. And hung a gate. Uh, I want to say it was twenty some odd panels that we got done. The only thing we got to do is go and finish the double gate tomorrow. And we also but, sided in three lines as well. So and, that would and, be me pounding them down by hand with with a sledgehammer. Uh, so you know, yeah. so that was what a 210, 220 foot fence somewhere somewhere around there. And it was uh, you know, but if once you but what I'm getting at is once you find a way to do it. Even me with a broken leg, yeah, I'm only eight weeks post-surgery or seven weeks post-surgery. Right. When you know of a way to do it, it can still you can make it easy. 
Yeah, absolutely can. Absolutely can. And, you know, yep. work smart, not hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah. we made we've made we made some good time with uh, with your little gimp self today. I was uh, I was very impressed. I was very impressed because I was like thinking in the back of my head. I was like, yeah, we're going to get this done. And then I was like, no, we're not. No, we're not. But but then I remember it. I was like, I don't have like 100 percent Corey with me, so we're not going to get this done. And I was like, it's cool because I'm proud of what what got done in that, you know, one day. Right. And, um, you know, we were only on site yesterday for I was pounding posts for 35 minutes total. Right. Uh, we were there for we were there for two hours. And that was arrival, talking to homeowner, getting unstrapped, taking the bobcat down, unloading all the material, staging the material neatly. And then we pounded all the posts and then we had errands to run. So we left and we were there for two hours and 10 minutes for pounding all the posts for 210 to 220 foot unloading material neatly and getting it staged and I got home and I was completely energized. Like I, I wasn't tired. I mean, granted, I wasn't the one lifting up the U S hammer all day, but I love the system. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, Corey, I mean, it just comes with seniority. I mean, at that point, I mean, if you're learning how to drive, you're going to learn how to pick it up safely and properly because we don't have the equipment right now to do it like that. So we have to Iwo Jima it. Um, that's what I was recalling. That was a a picture of Billy and I on our very first driven job. You'll get a kick out of this, and I know we're getting short on time. But our very first driven job that Billy and I did, we installed it at the wrong damn house. (laughs) I didn't think we were going to let anybody know that. I'm so glad you drove it and didn't dig it, right? You're right. right. Oh, man, right. So check this out. (laughs) This was out kind of like in the countryside of like kind of east of here, you know, and it's all a lot of farmland out there. They're kind of they're kind of separating up. Right. And uh, they it was for a it was for a single watt. It was for a it was for a double uh, mobile home. Okay. Mobile home. Okay. Right. And the lot that were the address pools had just been divided into three different lots. Right. Cool. We turned a lot. We see the number. We see this old rinky dink mobile home down here and then like two things down but still like in that same property boundary area is a brand new mobile home doesn't have skirting on yet doesn't even have the power pole up. i'm like bet that's it we had a sales lady this is where we learned about taking photos from the front yep (laughs) (laughs) street view view photos yep after this job because it was the biggest anomaly because it had the same same exact measurements to the property lines. The freaking mobile home was the same exact size wide. It was so crazy that it all added up. And like, we're, we're literally driving the last post. We get done. done. Ready to do right. We were were done. We take off our um, like hard hats and our ear protection. And we hear, We look over like, two yards over this lady yelling. We're like, oh no. No. <laughs> no. We're talking about that 
instantly gut sinking moment because we yeah it was our very first one we went in there we knocked it out in no time like yeah we got this Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what is the positive out of that story is out of because that was that was a fairly decent size 200 footer at like as well two mm-hmm. 210 something like that we pulled all the posts and only kinked two of them so yeah. i was extremely happy that we only had to waste like 40 50 bucks versus killing all of those posts because i was like we're gonna we're gonna kink all of these, pulling these out of the ground with Bobcat. Like we are absolutely going to destroy them, and somehow or another, ever, I don't think we've ever actually installed on the wrong property. Now I'm, I'm we've done some where we've gone over the property line, right? Yeah. You had to pull it back, but we did one time install the wrong color, which is oh. like a 200, 300 foot uh, um, chain link job. And I can't remember if it was supposed to be brown or if it was supposed to be black. I feel like it was supposed to be black and we put in brown. And uh, the uh, homeowner wasn't there when we finished. And so they called when they got home and they said, hey, the fence looks great. Except it's the wrong color. Right. And my heart just uh-huh. sank. I'm like, And then I immediately grabbed the, the contract and look and I'm like, how did we miss that? Yeah, and so I, I go over there and I, I meet with them and whatnot, and and I said, well, I said we'll have to we'll, we'll pull it out and put the right one in, and he says to me, he says, don't worry about it. My wife likes that color better. <laughs> just, We're in. Awesome lady approved it. That, that is, is so awesome. <laughs> That's so great. That is so those awesome. are solid wins from whenever you're like you're having those oh moments and you're like oh god oh god oh god now you know it's perfectly that's those are those perfect yeah. oh man oh yeah, man those are, those oh man that's the that's the time that you leave whenever you roll down the windows and you pull on like a cool like cool like jam music and you just drive home like yes thank god I did yep. not have to rip out that brand new fence because that yeah. is a heart sinking feeling when you have to do that um yeah. But Mr. Aaron Smith, you got anything else to add before we get out of here so. for the night? I don't think so. All right, so. man. I appreciate right, you guys well, hey, having man. us on. I yeah. really appreciate you too. Um, are you going to be at the fence show in Las Vegas this upcoming September? I'm, I'm sure I will be. I'm sure. cool. well, I'll, actually be in I... I'll actually be in Florida next week. What part? What part of Florida? Florida's huge. Um, Sebring. Sebring. Where the hell is that? Sebring. Is that on the uh, somewhere East Coast? south of Orlando? I think it's like an hour south of Orlando. Oh, oh okay. Man, okay. That's, eight, that's eight hours. Away. That's almost eight hours. So away. we're so like, away. so like we're here, and you're going to like all the way down here. Okay, so that's so like eight hours close. away from us. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. Don't we're all like the rich white people retire to. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 But. But it is a very nice part of Florida, though. And there's a lot of vinyl fences. Your wife, you better be glad your wife is in the fence industry because every time I go to Orlando, I am rubbernecking every fence and every cul de sac. Like you're driving down the highway. There's so much vinyl fences. That is my wife everywhere. Did you see that fence? (laughs) I'm like, I don't don't look at fences anymore. I just. That's awesome. That's awesome. But no, I did the same thing whenever we went to Tampa last year. And I was like, dude, I was like, I haven't seen the first wood fence yet. No. Because, Because you were driving and I was just like, I was just 
head was on a swivel. I was going back and forth and I was looking at fences and I was like, all I see is aluminum and vinyl. I was like, dude, we need to move down here. I was like, we would, we would never have to build a wood fence again. But you know, I mean, I'm never going to leave my but home. But... Do we, do we have a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Bro. Do you, do you have, do we, you have go, we, go, um, we can go as long yeah. as we want. Have you ever yeah. done now with your now? I've, now this is kind of going back to the installs and stuff like that. I'm, I'm so yeah. intrigued yeah. about the augering of the four by fours. I, I mean, I think Billy and I both were because that was one of the earlier videos we've seen of you. But have you? I've, I know some companies up north that do a lot of the where they stick build them ahead of time and take them out to the job site. Have you ever in your twenty some odd year, thirty years of fencing, have you ever experimented with taking pre built panels to a job site? I, I have not early on. I think I thought about it. Right. I, I feel like with our terrain and stuff and there's guys that do a great job of that. You know, um, I see some of those guys over in uh, the Massachusetts main area on the East coast over there. They, they, they do a great job. Okay. Of it. And that's where they might feel do like that too. Our, yeah. I, I feel like in our area with the, with the landscaping and stuff that it's as fast for me to build a fence in place yeah. to make this, make it roll the way it should. Um, so I'd never really delve into doing it that way. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, we got guys picketing 120 feet an hour. I don't think I could pick it 120 feet. An Are hour those rookie minute. numbers? Uh, what? No, Say that again? <laughs> I said, man, those are rookie ah. numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, funny. but I, I, I've never, I've never, I've never done it. I've thought about it early on. You know, because I'm a thought was all oh, winter time. We could pound all these sections together yeah. and, and just go out and put them in. You know, I I I won't say I've never installed panels. Um, up by us, there's a, a company called Machok Fence. They actually make some panels, some really nice panels that are uh, out, of, out of northern white cedar. They're they're thick as hell, and and there are really nice panels. There are commercial jobs. I don't know years. It's been several years since we've done it, but there were commercial jobs that literally respect it. And I actually remember putting them up, and it was more of a fight to make everything look the way the way yeah. it should. I could, ima- so I could imagine we, that absolutely. Yeah. While we've done, but I, I suppose it's like anything, you know. Um, Ameristar wraparound brackets, I hate them. Okay, yeah, same here. but guys that do it all the time, they love it. Right, you know. So it's it's just something that we don't do. So it's you know one thing I learned early on, it, but one of the best advice I can give any young entrepreneur is all ears, all ears, find out what you're good at and repeat it over and over and over and over. Absolutely. Don't. Absolutely. Is out there. We just don't look at because we don't do enough of it. So could we do it? Could we do it and do it right and make it look good? Absolutely. But how much time, more time do I have on that than if I'm doing something that I'm really good at and I like doing? So that really, that was a lot of, uh, that was a lot of this past year. 23 was a really a lot of learning where we're really wanting to be at in business. And yeah, I think, and obviously that changes as you grow and as yep. you go through things in life. Like for instance, my focus in 24 is way different than my focus in 23. And it's simply because I broke my leg at the end of the year, you know? Right. Um, but 23 was a lot of that where we, Billy and I really, Tried a, a lot of different things. Absolutely. We had more freedoms. Um, 
you know, we kind of, we got our first office space. We had our first office location, you know, so we had our first little storage yard. We, could, we did fences like that right there with the basket weave. Actually, yep. I have a reminder to call her on Monday. She wants us to extend that fence. Um, no. 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 I don't want no. to. No. She wants like another hundred. No. Front. Anyway. No. <laughs> but uh, that was really a lot of our year. It was really trying to find like our niche. What can make us different? How can we make it better? And I think we really did a good job on that. You know, we we took we took best in Pensacola this year. Now that wasn't just in fencing because it wasn't it was not a, just a fencing category, but yeah. we took best in Pensacola under general construction. Okay. So I was like, shit, that's still that's 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 almost bigger than a, a fence. Like that's you know, that's yeah. awesome. So oh, we're definitely we're gonna try to do that again this year. We're you know hopefully you know get you know get the votes for it. That was really neat. Uh, we did a lot of different advertising things this past year. Um, did some really cool stuff. We built a. You will get a kick out of this. How you built a. Find your niche. My niche is selling. I have a phenomenally gifted gab. I love it just to talk. Yep. We built in a matter of a, a week a sixteen foot mobile showroom. Oh yeah, that's nice. cool. I had an old. We had an enclosed trailer that we used to before we had our office, our storage location. You know, we I, I you would keep there everything. I kept there all of our tools in an enclosed trailer. And uh, right. well, after we got our office and we got our little storage building, all the tools went in there, and the trailer just sat there all the time. Like we used it at one time as a painting booth, yeah, you know, the inside of it, okay. just pump vendors pump ventilation through it. So okay. I was like, how can we use this trailer? So that was one thing that. So now we have the ability. If I know I'm fixing to go on a high profile estimate, like I know, like this is something that we've been talking about back and forth. And they want to see right. some vinyl. Say something. I can take this 16 foot mobile showroom. I have AstroTurf from the bottom. I took go, uh, nice. the black the black basket weave fence that you see. That was another photo. All the yep. leftover scrap boards of that that we had after that job. That one. I took all those boards and then I made some. I insulated the trailer. Did arched runners across the top and then I cut those and then made an art. Those boards are arched uh, on the ceiling. I put six recessed lights in it. I built a, a canopy, a refrigerator, microwave, TV, and there is four different types of vinyl fences on the right wall with yep. one fully working gate. Yeah, nice. On the left wall is four different types of wooden privacy fence. So you have horizontal. You have some board on board action, shadow box, and just a standard fence. This is kind of so you can show everybody what they all are. Um, and then behind the TV is a hidden three rail vinyl. Yep. Dude, it is, and then well, done, what I got to finish it now is where I built the front, um, where I built like the front entertainment center, like where the refrigerator and all. You could use this thing to go camping, like take the desk out, throw an air mattress in there, and you could use it camping. Right. Um, I put a, uh, I want to do chain link doors for the front of the little, okay. the little two, like little two foot chain link doors, little micro. Right, right, right. And I do that for that. I took the air conditioner off of an old piece of sh crap uh, pop up camper. Yeah. And I, I rigged it to and go it on top and too. bolted it. <laughs> I have it is fully lit with power switches, electrical plug ins. Fully nice. the shadow box door in the back is a fully opening shadow box door. So I have a wooden. So we show a shadow box with a metal frame gate that opens. Dude, I went all out of this. Thing. And that's uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's that's where I see a lot of guys when I talk to like different salespeople and whatnot. That you need to get your material 
you need to get your styles in your customers' hands. If they can look at it, they can feel it, they can touch it, they'll buy it. All these guys are going in there with just a brochure and saying, you want this fence? That doesn't do it. What you're doing right right there is, is, is very smart. And it shows you understand that you need to get that in front of your customers so they can do more than look at a picture. We have uh, um, vans. We got a van that we use, and I just got that last year. And I, I there's a name for the van, and I can't remember what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And I have that same type of thing where I have all the displays in there. Yeah. I have I have all the different hinges that we use. Ooh. I have okay, I like that. We use. I have cut off pieces of pipe that we use and everything. And I put this stuff in their hands and say, here, this is the pipe we're pounding into the ground. Then we take this donut, we slide over it. And then recently I took a display to, uh, um, actually when I went out to Oklahoma, we made a display that had the pipe all in it and everything. It's the first time we actually made a display with the pipe in it. And after using it in my life, we need all of our displays like this. I want them to pick up this two by three um vinyl walk around and see how dirty and heavy duty it is and see them in there and then customers love that okay we we got a lot of guys around us that sell some cheap vinyl okay when we pull that display out let them hold on to that and look at that and say now ask ask our competitors to bring you theirs and it sells <laughs> every time that's, that's awesome, awesome. Well, what you're doing there is what you need to do. Take it all away, man. Everything you put in your fence down to the screws. Be able to pull out. Yep, these are the screws that we, we put that in with. I do. Every I do. I've got the lag bolts. I got lag bolts. Yeah, he does. Show them that. Show them that. that they want. A lot, I learned a long time ago, you could be doing something the same as somebody else, but if they're not talking about it and you are, they're going to go with you because you're explaining it to them. I hear so often from our customers that, well, you guys gave us so much more information than than so and so over here, and it's yeah, you know right. our our, right. our 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 blueprint is to teach them what we do, how we do, and why we do it. If right. we do those three things, we close most of the jobs we go to. That's, That's awesome. awesome. What, what, what y'all's closing rate? What y'all's closing rate? Actually, our closing rate is really really high. It's eighty about eighty three percent. But wow. now keep in, mind, keep in mind this though. Keep in mind this. Okay. 83% of what we go to. Okay. We're really only going to about 40, some 45% of what comes through the lead funnel. Okay. But we're educating them all the Click way through the of the funnel, all the funnel, all the way through. So when they decide they're going to have a consultation with us, they already know what they're going to get for the most part. So when we're go out there, it's just a, you know, the final steps of closing it, closing it up because the tire kickers are all out of there at that point, or it's not even at the time that they're tire kickers. They may not have realized what a good quality fence costs. Well, now they have a budget, you know, I'm now getting jobs that we quoted back in March and February of last year that they went through our funnel and it was too high for them at that. They didn't have that in their budget. They're now coming back. I had one yesterday. Hey, remember that fence you quoted me? Can you re-quote it? Yep. I got a signed contract for it today. Okay. So so, so we're educating them on what we do, why we do, and how we do it. And so by the time they get there, the the closing's easy at that point. Okay. But it's like 83 sounds high, and it is high, but it's it's not 83% of the leads coming in that we're selling. Understood. No, no, I'm I'm actually. That's my wife percent of the vetted leads. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, my, my my wife actually just reminded me that 
I am a hundred percent for the year so far. That was man, get out of here. I mean, there's 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 so not much we, to say back to that. I mean, I don't. We've had. I a, don't normally care about people like the cheapo prices and stuff. You know, right. I normally I don't I don't care. And right. you know, I quoted this guy. This guy he had a, a hard yard. Like I'm talking like when we're in Florida, it's normally flat. But this yeah. dude had a drop off in the back of his yard. I mean, it was it was you could I would not feel comfortable taking the, the skid steer down it. Right, like it. Okay, dude's wanting a six foot fence going down, transition up to eight foot on the back line. Back line alone was 125 feet. You know what I mean? Of eight foot with a gate in the back. Then you know, come back up, double gate, single gate. I was like, man, this is. I quoted him on the spot. This is fourteen. This is fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars, bro. This is this. This is, bro. This is a job and a half. And yeah. uh, somebody else quoted like nine grand, and I was like, "There is no way in hell, sir. There's no, no, not happening. No, nope, you can have best of luck to you, man. Like yeah. that's. I don't really don't care I, about I, those, those situations. Like, I tell them. I say. I say. Compare to materials. Compare to service. If you feel that they're comparable to what we have. You should run with that. Yep. And, and and I don't look back. A lot of times they call you, they call you back yep. a couple days later, a week later, maybe a month later and say, hey, remember we talked about that? You think you can do it? You yeah, know, they call you back. Can you, come fix you know, this? Or, or we've had them call me. Hey, can you come fix this? And I'm like, if you thought I was high then. You're gonna think I'm crazy now because I'm not fixing yeah. somebody else's stuff. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, one time I had a lady that uh, um, she told me we were, that we, we did a quote for her. You know, she was ready to sign the job. Told me she was signing the job, and also I don't hear from her. I don't hear from her ever. We we called a couple times, got no response, got no response, and like a month later, she calls me and she says, uh, "My husband was stupid." <laughs> we hired this other guy. The fence is kind of back and forth. You know, could you come fix it? And I'm like, ma'am, really? No, I, I'm not going to come tear out somebody's stuff and redo it. She's like, could you at least sell us your caps? Because I like your caps better. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess I could do that. As long as my name's not on it. I don't care. I know. All right. Polish it but, up nice and good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, that is good. That's good. But all right. Well, um, I am gonna I am gonna cut it off tonight because it's getting yep. late. I'm sorry. And, I'll sit and talk um, for hours, man. I love this. Me this too. Me time. too. You good? You good? You good, brother? So can I. Uh, but um, my stomach is calling for food right now. So, oh, bro, uh, you it's about, it, it is about time to eat. Mr. Smith, I very much appreciate you coming on, and um, I'm going to be shooting you a message. I got a, a couple couple different questions as well um, to ask you. Uh, but other than that, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Y'all have a wonderful night, and um, I'm going to see you at Fence Tech, all right? No, not Fence Tech. The, the Fence Show. Yep. Good deal, boys. God bless you guys. Have a good thank one, you, sir. Thank you yep. so much, sir. All right. All right. That was fun. That I didn't mean fun. to make that, that go a, so long. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. So that was a uh, so that was a good interview. So I do have a couple of questions that, you know, I want to follow up on uh, kind of uh, kind of curious about. Um, but man, 24 grand for that. Whoa. 
I've been sitting there thinking about that same thing, dude. That's man, that was I'm over here like, bro, I I was thinking it was gonna be like seventy, eighty thousand dollars. I guarantee like, you let him. You put, you put that. Uh, I man, you put the the rogue, the cage, the, the chain link cage on the front on that thing, and you make that a truly. You know, oh, dude, that's a that's, that's a money a making one. Machine. That's a one man fencing machine, man. That is an an incredible piece of machinery, and I would really love to try that piece of machinery. Which that that'd would be, be a that'd be a cool uh like weekend trip or something like that. Not in the winter time. I'm not going up there in the winter f that. But uh no, no, me, me <laughs> summertime I'll go they go up there and go check it out, man. That'd be cool. Right. right. That'd be cool. Get to do like to do the traveling interviews too. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That'd be neat. Well, Tax write off. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, y'all. Well, I I have not done it yet tonight, but go to gatekeeperpodcast.com. You can find us anywhere that uh, you can stream anything at. You can find us there. Um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon, Google, Facebook, YouTube, all of that. There's also links to the merch store in there. You can get beer mugs. You can get stickers. You can get shirts, hats, uh, hoodies, all of that stuff. All that helps the podcast. And it helps it keep on running so that way you can keep on watching. And other than that, man, y'all have a wonderful night. We are out of here. And uh, we will see y'all next Tuesday at 7.15 p.m. Central. Uh, go ahead and click the follow, click like, the subscribe button, more. like, follow, share, subscribe, all of that. All of that does wonders for everything, guys. Uh, thank y'all for watching, and y'all have a wonderful night. We are out of here. Good night. Have a good one, guys. Thank you.